Good morning, everyone. Good morning. So I have a question for you today. Have you ever considered the pace of your life? So in 1 Corinthians um, 9, Paul talks about this. He talks about running a race in such a way that we might win. And he's correlating this to our life and our spiritual journey. So each of us are in a race to get to heaven. Um, but like every athlete, especially runners, we must learn to keep a pace that allows us to finish strong. And so that's the question today. Have you ever considered the pace of your life? Welcome to season two, episode two of FC Studio. Thanks for joining us today. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and like and share on Facebook. But yeah, last week we talked about three ways to get out of a funk. Yep. But what happens when you get out and you want to stay out of that funk? Right, so we were discussing that this week. So, you know, trying to get out of this funk and things that set us off and what, how, what do we do after that? Like once we know how to get out of a funk, how do we keep ourselves out of that? And we were discussing this and we kind of came up with this idea of like, what's it like to keep a peaceful pace in, in our life? And so we posed the question, how do we keep a peaceful pace through the ups and downs, the mountains and the valleys of, of life? And so that we um, can continually experience healthy, healthy emotions, a healthy life, and because the reality is we're going to have ups and downs, we're gonna have ebbs and flows, we're gonna have mountaintop experiences and valleys, but through all that, we can still keep this peaceful pace so that we aren't worn out and that we can finish the race that God has set before us, finish strong. I talk about, I am, I coach um, girls, uh, I coach cheerleaders, and but I, co I mean, I've coached several different sports, but as a coach, I talk a lot about finishing strong because if we don't finish strong, then what was it all worth? And right. so if we can keep a peaceful pace in our life, then that helps us finish this race that got set for us strong. Sure. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's it's definitely important for us to think about keeping a peaceful pace as we move through life, as we kind of go through this journey. Um, you know, and, and we want to make sure that we are keeping a pace. And we're talking about like, you know, spiritual, mm -hmm. uh, mentally, emotionally, kind of in in all aspects um, of our life, we want to make sure that we are kind of staying on an even keel. Right. I think a lot of times we um, get really excited about a new part of our journey. So let's say we're exiting one season and entering another season of our life, and we get really excited. I think about whenever I was married, getting Brian and I were getting married, we were leaving the season of um, singleness and entering marriage. I was so excited about that. But um, that that's, you know, awesome but how do i keep a peaceful pace even at the really exciting moments and then you know like or even things like i hear a really compelling sermon or something that really sets a fire in my soul and then i'm like oh my gosh i can do all these things but even those are all good things mm -hmm. but i have to be able to keep a peaceful pace yeah. so that i don't overrun what god's calling me to do and That's then right. there's also the other side of that like we can feel go through really tough seasons and life, we experience hardship and we can experience um, a slow pace of life. And even times we come to a crawl, but how do we still experience peace where we're not constantly in this funk? Right. Um, so how do we keep a peaceful pace in life as we move through the season? So 
um, you know, that's kind of where where we were we were chatting about like what how do we do this? How do we keep this peaceful pace? Right. Um, you know, and if we keep this peaceful pace, no matter what the season we face, we still stay on track for the purpose that God has for us. And and then we, you know, we don't get lethargic and we don't get tired and sure. and we can fin- we can finish strong. That's right. Um so I think that, you know, it's important that we keep this peaceful pace. So that our heart and our mind, and we'll get more, we'll talk more about our heart and mind in a few minutes, but um, it's important that we keep this peaceful pace, that it guards our hearts and our minds as we travel through, so that as we experience exciting things and as we experience um, hardship, that we can continue the race and not give up. I think about a marathon runner. They experience moments where they, um, I'm a runner, and I enjoy running, but you experience these moments of, of, um, Oh, I can do this. I can do this, and then the next moment you're like, "Oh my gosh, my leg's gonna fall off," and I don't know that I'm gonna make it. And so, but through that, there's this mentality that you have to keep that you're gonna finish this race. And so, you know, keeping a peaceful pace in this spiritual journey and in our life, so that we can finish this race, is sort of a, a thing we have to we have to make we have to decide in our mind. So, growing up, um, my mom and dad taught my brother and I this thing was called they taught us to predetermine things in our in our life and so they would tell us you need to predetermine how you're going to respond or how you're going to act in certain situations so really specifically it was they targeted peer pressure whenever my parents taught us to predetermine things so like if we were at somebody's house and somebody offered us drugs or alcohol they had to, they had taught us to predetermine that that was not something we were going to do we made up our mind ahead of time that we were not going to participate in those things. We predetermined how we were going to get ourselves out of that situation. And I think it's the same, this is the same thing. So once we've taught ourselves how to pull ourselves out of funk, out of the funk, then how do we, you know, we're focused on how do we live a peaceful paced life? We have to predetermine, we can set our minds on and our hearts on that no matter what happens around us, I'm going to choose to keep this peaceful pace that God offers, that God offers me. That's right. And so Morgan mentioned that she's a runner. I definitely am not a runner. <laughs> so, you know, I like all the articles that you see that you might see in the news that are talking about, you know, it's okay not to run. You can just go outside and walk and just keep a nice, peaceful pace. And it does the same thing that running does for you. So I was really excited about that. But uh, yeah, you know, really, we, um, we need to really look to, to Jesus to right. kind of see what it's like to be a pace setter because, uh, you know, as believers, Jesus should be our pace setter. And so we um, we like to watch the Chosen the chosen miniseries. Yeah. If you haven't so, watched it, we encourage you to go look, like Google it and yeah. find the Chosen and watch it. Yeah, it's fantastic storytelling um, and cinematography. But, um, you know, so they'll walk from place to place. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus is, is always setting the pace. He's leading the charge. Wh- whatever they're doing, um, everyone's looking to Jesus to kind of see, like, how he's going to respond, what he's going to do, where he's going to go. And most of the time, you know, they kind of be like, what? what are you, why are we doing this? But, you yeah. know, Jesus is, is always setting the pace. And so yeah. um, I like one of the definitions of what it means to be a disciple and, and you kind of get this idea as you see Jesus leading the group of disciples as they're walking down these dirt roads and, and basically to be a disciple means that you're following Jesus so closely that like all the dust from his feet is on you you know what I mean so like you're you're following Jesus and, and 
the things that he walks through are basically the same things that you walk through. And he sets the pace for everything that happened around him and everything that they did. And so we want to make sure that we are allowing Jesus to be our pace setter in life. You know, so that when something happens, whether it's good or bad, you know, our emotions aren't all over the place. Our reactions aren't all over the place. We're simply following after Jesus. Yeah, that's so, that's so good. Um, I really love that, like, idea and that picture. And, and if you watch The Chosen, you can really see this happen. But Jesus, you know, and as you read through the Gospels, you see Jesus, um, or you read about him moving from place to place. And, they like, he would experience these really great things that happened and then the pharisees would come along and there was turmoil with the romans and there were all these things happening but it didn't deter him from his purpose and keeping like his focus on the purpose that god had laid out for him and keeping a peaceful pace he didn't get in a hurry he didn't overstep and then he he slowed down when he needed to he kept this peaceful pace that the father had set before him and so i think that we need to predetermine in our hearts and minds that no matter what happens, because the, the truth is, is we're going to experience highs and lows moving forward. We're not, we're, we're not, it's not beyond us. Right. And so, but if we predetermine that come hell or high water, I'm going to keep a peaceful pace, then that's set in our heart and our mind that we, um, that it'll make it easier right. as we face things, as we face highs and lows, that we are going to just keep this steady, smooth, peaceful peaceful pace yeah that's right well let me ask you this question so we're talking about setting a peaceful pace so how do we do that as believers like how do we set a peaceful Mm -hmm. pace in our life right so here on fc studios we like to give practical you know some practical ideas on how to live our our spiritual journey and um and so that's what you know that's sort of what we were talking about like how do we do this and i'm going to give you the most practical basic Christian truth there is, All right. um, and that is prayer. So first, prayer. We have two points for you today. There are two P words, but one, is, the first one, is is prayer. So how do I keep a peaceful pace in my life? And that is through prayer. And Philippians four six um, says uh, four six and seven says this: Be anxious. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. And so if we're predetermining that we're going to keep a peaceful pace in our life, the the first step in in knowing how to keep a peaceful pace is by prayer. And that I love this scripture so much. This scripture um, is one that I cling to often. Um, it is one that helped me when I was living a very anxious and stressful life um, be free from that because there's a we overcomplicate things I think at times sure. and um, we have to learn to let go some things in order to receive some things and we'll talk more about that in just a few moments but the scripture says do not be anxious so if you're feeling anxious if you're feeling like this stressful thing happening we have to learn to let that go and, by, and we do this by prayer and petition, and we bring these things to God. And then it tells us that the peace that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds. So how do you keep a peaceful pace? You go into prayer, because there at prayer, we can give some things away, and we can receive peace, yeah. and then that guards that guards our hearts and our minds. And it, like I, I'm a visual person, so I picture that as I'm praying, 
I have the shield of protection that comes over my heart and over my mind so that no matter what goes on from this moment forward, I've already released it to God and I'm, I'm, I'm being guarded. I'm being protected. He's guarding my heart and my mind. Yeah. And, and so the first thing, if you want to learn to keep a peaceful pace, so we pull ourselves out of this funk. So how do I stay out of it? How do I keep a peaceful pace yeah. in this journey? One, it's by prayer. Okay. Yeah. And so I, I like what you say there. So, I mean, literally imagine like the peace of God mm -hmm. guarding your heart and your mind and all these things that are coming up against you that would normally put you in that funk mm -hmm. um, is, is getting stopped by the peace of God because the peace of God is protecting our hearts in our minds and so and, and prayer is really about doing an internal work in our own hearts and in our own lives and so yeah I, something i just want to mention before we move on to point two is that you know i feel like we talk very flippantly like sort of i don't know like it's not a big deal about anxiety and i think that we should be really cautious about how we use this word because it says do not be anxious about anything so anxious stress overwhelming like so it's telling us not to do this and but we often are like oh i'm real anxious about this and we talk about it flippantly so i want to encourage you right here to be aware of your words and yeah. be aware of using the word anxious um and anxiety too often and really pray and ask the holy spirit to say when you use that word like because this is what he does for me like you're not anxious about that you're just using that word find a different word and so um because then I'm speaking things. And so I encourage you to not take that word lightly um, because it says do not be anxious about anything. Like, that means zero things. Yeah. And, but pr prayer is what keeps us, is a first step into um, keeping a peaceful pace. And right. that's a very internal work. So our practical tips deal with the inside and the outside. But the first thing is prayer offers an internal work in us because it's guarding our heart and our mind which are inside of us mm -hmm. and so uh, to keep a peaceful pace prayer is your key that's um, right. yeah by prayer and petition with thanksgiving that's right and, and the second point uh second practical tip is practice philippians 4 8 9 says finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any virtue, and if there is anything worthy of praise, well on these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, put these things into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Right. I love that scripture so much. And again, I said I, this is a passage that I really cling to because the first section that we read, it teaches us to be anxious for nothing and to pray. Yep. And we have this peace that comes over us. And that's a very, like I said, it's very internal work. Right. So the second part, verses, um, Philippians 4, verses 8 and 9, deal with an action we must take. Sure. So first, we have prayer. So if you want to keep a peaceful pace, we have to pray. Right. And the second thing is we have to put some things into practice. That's right. And um, verse 9, I, I talked to some ladies the other night about being very intentional about every word that you read when you read scripture. And it says, what do you, what you um, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, put these things into practice. Yeah. So we have to put into practice the things that the Word says to us, so what Paul is writing here. Yeah. And it says to, finally, brothers, dwell on these things. Right. And it's an action we have to, it's an action we have to take. So 
we're going to keep a peaceful pace in life, we have to practice dwelling there on the right. practice dwelling on these things, and it takes effort. Oh, sure. Um, one thing I think that is critical in our walk with Christ and in our journey is that we really like this internal work that Christ can do. So we pray, and we're like, oh, God, change me and fix this. And he starts to do these things in our hearts and our minds. Right. But then we forget that there's an action that we have to take on the other side. So oh, yeah. we have to put forth put forth effort. We see right. Jesus all the time in communication with his Father, but he was constantly doing and putting forth effort. Yeah. Um, Paul also talks about you know prayer without action, like, Faith without action, like without works, is is nothing. And right. so this is sort of the same thing. We can pray and petition all we want about um, not being anxious and guarding our heart and mind. But if we don't practice dwelling on the correct things, then yeah. we're never going to continue to live that peaceful. Um, it's too it's too sharp process. Right. We're not going to continue to live that live that peaceful pace yeah. if yeah. we don't put this into practice. That's right. Prayer without action is faith without works. Mm -hmm. And you know, like. Right now, both of our uh, two older boys are in soccer, mm -hmm. and it's when they practice, it's like 100 degrees yeah. outside, right? And you know, but it requires them putting forth a lot of effort. Uh, one to gear up mentally and emotionally to go do that, to go be out in the heat and run and get hot, but it requires a physical effort on their part as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so with that, one of the things that you know we talked about is. Simply quit doing things that make you anxious. Like, quit doing the things that cause you to be uneasy in your heart. Quit doing the things that get you upset. Just stop doing those things, right? Yeah, yeah. we were, you know, the Bible says dwell on these things. But if we're going to dwell on these things, then it's probably likely that we're going to have to give up some things that cause us yeah. to not dwell on those things. That's so, right. for exact example, if the Scripture is telling me to dwell on what is true. Okay. Don't watch the news. Don't watch the news. <laughs> I that means if if watching the news causes me to be anxious and causes yeah. me to quit dwelling on what is true, then I need to probably stop watching the yeah. news. So when we put this stuff into practice, when we're practicing dwelling on what the scripture says to dwell on, that means we might have to quit doing some things. Yeah. And this might be different for everyone, but we came up with a list of things yeah. that might be very helpful for you to quit doing, for us to quit doing. Right. Um, so that we can remain in this peaceful yeah. pace. Yeah, like seriously, if, if watching the news or like reading the news throws you off, makes you angry, mm -hmm. gives you anxiety, stop. Yeah, I, I don't I don't watch the news. I very rarely, very rarely read a news article. Yeah. The, the extent of my news watching, I'm not kidding, is the weather. And I get my weather updates on Twitter from Pete Dalkis. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the extent of my news watching because it makes me angry. It makes me anxious. I want to like go post things I shouldn't on social media. So I have to, I quit watching the news yeah. because it takes my mind from things that are true and right and lovely and puts me in a different place. So yeah. I quit watching the news. Yeah. Another, another thing. Another one is getting affirmation from the wrong places. Mm -hmm. You know, how often do we look to the wrong places, the wrong people to get affirmation? Yeah. You know, again, we love the fact that we are able to use social media, but like, how many times do people post something and they don't get the response that they were looking for, right. or they don't get enough of a response, and then the affirmation that they were searching for now is not there. Yeah. Or you know, 
when really we should only be looking to the author and perfecter of our faith for our true affirmation and who we are and who we are created to be, rather than to looking to other people that don't know our true value and our true reason for being. Right, and if we're looking, you know, I, I appreciate affirmation from Brad. I appreciate affirmation from close friends or from my parents. Um, but this is one thing I know is that the affirmation that they give me because they know my heart and they know the purpose that God's put on me, any affirmation they give me is directed towards what God would say about me. Yeah. And so if we're going to affirm people, let's affirm them in a manner that points them to what Christ says about sure. them. And we do this with our children too. But we can't just look to anyone or anything for affirmation. Right. So quit looking to the wrong places or the wrong people right. for affirmation. Another thing you might quit doing if you are needing to practice a um, peaceful pace of mm -hmm. life is quit looking to every everyone and everything for answers. So we talk about this like, what do you do? Like. What do you do when you're like, oh, I have a question about something? We yeah. go to that trusted friend, G-O-O-G-L-E. That's right. Google. We all go to Google.com. What does, what does, you know, how yeah. big is the earth? Like, I don't know. We, we Google things. Yeah, because we Google, Google things all the time. But we're talking about our spiritual walk. Yeah. Googling, you know, what does a dream mean? Um, what, you know, what do people mean by, uh, Googling things that, we should turn to scripture for sure. can cause us anxiety and lead us down paths that cause stress and confusion and that's not a crisis you know there are times i've googled scripture like i'll be like oh i think paul says this somewhere and i'll google it and then i'll help me get a reference point to go to the bible but i don't go down every article that pops up about that scripture because i don't know who wrote it right. and i don't know what they believe and and so i wanted to know what the bible says so we have to quit looking to everything and every um other people and everything else for the um, for the for our answers right. um, and and you know those we talk about dwell on what is true okay. and the only way to know what's true is what the scripture says yeah. and so we have to be cautious what we're where we're finding our truth from that's right yeah we know that the Bible is true but we don't know that everything on the internet is true regardless of what people say and another one is quit saying yes to everyone and everything yeah. and saying no Procrastination. Quit procrastinating yeah. and quit saying yes to everyone and everything. Like you don't have to be a people pleaser, but you also don't have the right to just not do anything and procrastinate doing right. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Another thing is repeating bad habits. Like at sure. some point you have to put a stop to repeating bad habits. And so we say these things, these were a list of things that we thought, you know, there are a lot of people could quit doing yeah. um, in order to keep a peaceful pace of life. But what right. are things that you know you have to do? This is different for everyone. Right. What are things that you know you have to do to eliminate, you have to quit doing, or you should quit doing, or maybe have quit doing, to eliminate stressors sure. that keep you from living this peaceful pace that God has set yeah. for us? And, um, you know, and we have to begin, like if we're going to quit some things, then we have to begin to practice dwelling. Right. We need to dwell on what is true yeah. and what is right. Right. And honorable and just and pure and lovely and commendable and virtuous and praiseworthy. Yeah. Um, these are a, a lot of things and they encompass a they really do encompass a lot of different That's aspects. Right. We but if we learn to really dwell there, then it keeps our hearts and minds guarded. Yeah. Um, we're we're putting forth the effort to dwell there. And it does take right. effort. Like our minds want to 
habitually go to the place um, of fear and anxiety. And it takes a lot of effort to remove our mind and dwell yeah. where we're supposed to dwell, what right. is true and what is like right. And I, I do want to be cautious here to tell you this. Like I said a while ago, when you dwell on what is true, it's not what you think is true, it's what Christ says is true. And when you dwell on what is honorable, it's what Christ says is honorable. Right. When you dwell on what is just, it's not the justice that you want seen, mm -hmm. it's the justice that God says is what right. God says is just and so we have to be careful when we dwell on these things we're not still telling ourselves stories in our minds sure. of I'm dwelling on what is just because that's what I want to be just right. I'm dwelling on what is just because that's what Christ says right. is just. Well, I think that kind of goes back to the first point is that we have to spend time in prayer mm -hmm. right we have to we have to spend time getting to know what God says mm -hmm. in order for us to apply it to our lives and you know we're not talking about what society says right. you know, what what culture says is right or just or true. We're talking about simply what the Bible says. Yeah, if you're looking to the news to tell you what is true, then you're not dwelling, and you're dwelling on that. You're not dwelling yeah. on that. You have to dwell on what the Word says to be accurate right. and be true. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know, so we, we talk about prayer. How do we keep this peaceful pace? We do it by prayer. Yeah. That is this very internal um, work in it. And then we do it by practicing dwelling where Christ says for us to dwell and we have to put forth effort it's a very extra well it's an internal action it, you have to put forth a, uh, an effort to be able to do to yeah. do this and one of the things when we were talking and we were sort of brainstorming we kind of talked about if we're struggling with you know peace it's it's possible that you're going to have to lay some things down and the scripture talks about the anxious for nothing Bring, let your requests be known to God. So when we lay our requests down, we're letting go of the things that are causing us anxious, and we're picking, we're picking up peace. Oftentimes, we're going to have to pick up. If we pick up peace, we're going to have to lay, lay some things. We're going to lay some things down. Yeah. And and then we, you know, another way of saying this is, there. If we want the fruit of the spirit, because peace, practicing a peaceful pace, peace mm -hmm. is a fruit of the spirit. If we want peace. And we want to pick up the fruit of peace and right. we want to cultivate that we're going to have to let go of the fruit of the enemy which is anxiety and chaos and yeah. like constant um turmoil in sure. our hearts and our minds we're going to, have to let those things go so yeah. that we can usher usher in the yeah, in peace ne negativity i mean like that's a that's an easy one it's being negative about things all the time you know having having a bad attitude yeah you know those are the kind of what we consider like the fruit of the enemy you know and so that we have to like we have to lay that stuff aside yeah you know and you know the bible tells us that we're able to tell a fruit uh, tell a tree by its fruit and so mm -hmm. you know the question is like what what fruit are we bearing are we bearing the fruit of the spirit even in the middle of you know uncertain times yeah. or are we bearing the fruit of the enemy yeah so you know we hope that this is encouraging to you a little bit that even amid the trials and the ups and downs of life and these seasons that we go through, the ebbs and flows, that we can continue this peaceful pace. Like Paul yeah. says, like we are running this race in order to finish it, you know, in such a way that it's honorable so that we can make it to our heavenly destination. Right. And Christ calls us to live abundant lives. And part of living an abundant life, that's not just a financial thing. That's abundant life is living the like producing the fruit of the spirit yeah. and and multitudes and 
part of that is peace. So we talked last week about getting out of our funk. And this week we're talking about keeping a peaceful pace so that we we can um, continue to, we don't keep falling back into that cyclical right. pattern of a funk over and over again. But we keep this peaceful pace amid whatever happens. And we can do that by two ways, through prayer yep. and through um, practice. Pra That's right. Praying, laying things some, some things down, and practicing dwelling on what Christ says to dwell on. Yeah. And you can find that scripture. Again, I encourage you, maybe spend some time in prayer over Philippians 4, 6 through 9. That whole chapter is really great. Yeah. But if you'll spend some time, really, I encourage you to write those things down. Write down where the things I'm supposed to be dwelling on, what is true and honorable and lovely and just. That's right. Write those things down and really focus on those this week. Um and a lot, talk, tell the Holy Spirit, remind me when my mind gets off track. Remind me when I'm, um, you know, starting thinking on things I shouldn't. And yeah. remind me to dwell where I'm supposed to dwell. So. That's right. Yeah, and just remember, let Jesus be your pace setter. Let, yeah. Let Jesus set the pace for your life, for your actions, for your thoughts. Just let Jesus set the pace for your life. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, you know, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged, uh, you know, remember that we are spiritual beings created in God's image in this world. And we need to learn how to practically handle spiritual things that we face every day. And just remember, like Morgan says all the time, you're not alone in this journey. Yeah, you're not alone, and we're here with you. So if you um, need a, you know, a pastor to talk to you or just someone to talk to, we're here. Shoot us a message, give us the call. We're happy to chat with you. If you're struggling with living a peaceful pace, we want to walk with you in that journey, um, and we. But more importantly, we have the Holy Spirit here to guide us. That's right. And He is a friend that's closer than a brother, and He's the one that offers us the peace that passes all understanding that Paul talks about. And right. so we, uh, we're so glad you joined us. And I encourage you to really put into practice keeping a peaceful pace this week, and we'll see you next week. Hey, I'm Morgan. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. You can find us online at fcfrisco.org or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are located in Frisco, Texas. We have services on Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m. And you can join us for our Wednesday experience at 6.30 a.m. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode.